Welcome to a special installment of Diary of an Ex-Evangelical, the podcast where we look at evangelical Christianity from a critical point. I'm Marie, and I really did not want to do this podcast. I did it. But I feel like this installment has to be done. My original idea for this week was to continue the Evangelical Secrets and Lies season with the whole thing about the evangelical view of Catholicism and the lies I have heard as a Catholic who spent time in the evangelical churches, spent time around evangelicals. But I can't do that this this week. And I didn't want to get political, but I have to do this. So I'm sorry if I offend anybody But today's installment of Diary of an Ex-Evangelical is entitled Evangelicalism, Politics, and Society. Okay, now there is a reason why I'm doing this. Because I'm recording this on May 25th. Yesterday, May 24th, in a town called... Uvalde, Texas, it, there was a shooting that occurred at an elementary school. It was Rob Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. There is, there have been 22 deaths, including the perpetrator, and 18 injuries, including the suspect's grandmother. The suspect, like I said, he's he's among the deceased. He and he killed 20 he killed 21 innocent people. 19 of them were children from grades 2nd, 3rd and 4th. So so 2nd through 4th grade students. So we're talking about anywhere from six, seven years old up to about eight, nine, ten years old. And I I can't let this sit with me. I cannot. And the reason why I cannot is because I keep thinking about a time when I was I was still in the Catholic Church at this time. This was about 2012. And it was the Sandy Hook shooting. And I actually looked at both Sandy, at both, with the Sandy Hook shooting, I looked at both the evangelical views and the Catholic views. I remember the parish I'm in, I was in at that time, which is the parish I went back to. I remember the priest doing a thing with the Catholic school kids where they would put angels on this little tree and they had extra angels on the tree in honor of the kids and adults that were killed in Sandy Hook. I just remember with the evangelicals, it was like thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. You fast forward, I'm 
now talking about another one from it, it wasn't a school shooting but it was a mass shooting and it was a shooting in 2016 at the Pulse nightclub in Orlando Florida now for those of you that don't remember this it was a the Pulse nightclub was a bar that was LGBTQ friendly and a man came in in the early morning hours and he shot up the bar 49 people were killed in that shooting 49 people and all they were there for was just to have a good time all these kids in Uvalle all they were doing was going to learn and it it breaks my heart that I have to bring this up because I remember even then thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers thoughts and prayers and it was more the evangelicals that were saying thoughts and prayers I mean I remember the Catholics being like well if God was in our schools and this and that and the other thing but they they didn't really say much it was more the evangelicals that said oh well we need to bring prayer back in schools and everything else and it aggravates me and here's why it aggravates me because I don't think bringing back prayer in school is the answer I don't think having the Ten Commandments in a public place is the answer because, look, I grew up around, I came to age like around late 90s, early 2000s. So my high school, grade school experience was roughly in about late 80s to early 90s. And, you know, at that point, we didn't have prayer in school. We didn't have the Ten Commandments all over the damn place. But you know what we didn't have? Mass shootings all the time. I mean, the only time I heard about a mass shooting when I was younger was, you know, some guy got pissed off that his boss went in with a gun and shot the place. And most of the time, it was postal workers, unfortunately, which was kind of which is kind of off-putting because thanks to one of my friends growing up, I knew a lot of the people that worked for the U.S. Postal Service in the area. Because my one friend growing up, her father was a mailman. <laughs> and, you know, that was very rare. I mean, you heard about it like maybe every once in a while, but not on this level. I am actually looking this up right now. And it seems like we have gone way up in our numbers of mass shootings in the United States. And why? Why? And 
all the evangelicals can do is say, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. I hate this. Because it's like, the evangelicals, and I said, like I said, I didn't want to get political, but the evangelical Christians, they're like, well, you know what? We don't want to, we don't want abortion, but we're okay with some guy who's 18 years old and buys a gun. And if he goes and he shoots a bunch of people, thoughts of prayers, thoughts of prayers. They, and a lot of this too does go into politics because a very large majority of evangelical Christians end up voting for politicians that are like, hey, I'm against abortion, but you know what? I want people to pray in schools. I want this. I want that. And I'm okay with people having their Second Amendment rights. I still remember sitting in an evangelical church. This was about right after the 2016 election. And I remember this guy, and it was always a man, which I will get into in a future season about sexism. But it was always a man. He got up to do the prayers, which again, I hate corporate prayer because of the mere fact that to me, it seems like you're acting like a damn Pharisee. And I remember he got up and he said about praying for our president-elect. He said, God put Trump in office. And I had a lot of issues with that because I never heard that shit in the Catholic Church. I never heard anybody in the Catholic Church say, oh, God put, insert name of president here, in office. Like, I was in the Catholic Church when George W. Bush was president, when Barack Obama was president. Never heard that. I heard a lot of anti-Democrat stuff in the evangelical church. I still remember... A bunch of them sharing this stupid ass meme on Facebook had a picture of Obama, the Dalai Lama, and this woman named Maxine Waters, who at the time was like a big wheel in the Democrat Democratic National Committee. And it said, Obama, Lama, ding dong. I remember trying with every ounce of my human fiber not wanting to scream at these people I remember one of the guys who was on the elder board talking about this meme and saying how he shared it with everybody and everybody else is laughing and saying well God bless Donald Trump I was five seconds away from wanting to slap these people in the face hard I wanted to punch out this man so badly because to me, voting for them was basically voting against human rights. And I was actually reading so many articles about this. And there is 
one where I, it's by Stephen H. Provost. And basically he says about how Trump was well liked by the evangelicals about how like Falwell's son, Jerry Falwell Jr. endorsed him and everything else. And the reason why, and it's not in this article, but I know why it's because people vote for these Republicans and for these for these um, people like Donald Trump because the evangelicals are made to believe that they will put God back in the country. They are made to believe that this is really a Christian nation and it needs to go back that way. To the evangelicals in the room, here's all I got to say. Go fuck yourself. And the reason why I'm saying that is because you are wrong. You are absolutely 100% wrong. This is not a Christian nation. And no politician is going to bring God back into the country. I don't care if it's the Pope running for president. Although, I could see Pope Francis running America. And it would probably be pretty damn awesome. (laughs) But I don't care who it is in office. They are not going to bring God back into this country because of one reason, because of we the people. And what do I mean by we the people? I mean the American citizens, the voters, the non-voters. And I mean a lot of there's a lot of people in this country that worship God differently. Catholics are a great example. I mean, come on. Go to a Catholic mass, then go to an evangelical service. It's like night and day. And you think about it. Catholics got like got like the rosary and act of contrition and Hail Marys and, you know, all the prayers, all those different prayers like litany of the saints. And by the way, spoiler alert for the when I get to the Catholic versus evangelical podcast. The saints, it's not worshiping a false god. So, yeah, that's the first argument. And it's also the argument why this is not a Christian nation. This is not a Christian nation because of one particular reason. Because, A, the Christian Christians, as you have learned from my podcast worship differently. Catholics worship differently than evangelicals. Non-evangelical Protestants worship differently from from evangelical Protestants. Baptists worship differently from Lutherans and so on and so on and so on. And then you have the Jewish people who I will get to in another podcast who believe in God but they're still waiting on the Messiah. You have the Muslims who pray very differently to their to God who they call Allah. You have the pagans who have who have a very unique approach with with all the multiple gods and goddesses and then you have the Hindus with this with kind of the same things. I mean and then the Buddhists who are more simplified and 
and know that there is suffering and that there is an end to suffering. Man, I gotta stop hanging around those Recovery Dharma people. Nah, I won't. Recovery Dharma is awesome. And then, of course, you have the atheists. And the atheists are like, where's God? Who's God? Is there a God? I don't think so. The agnostics are like, yeah, I know God's there, but I don't think he's that good. So how can this be a Christian nation? How? And, you know, like I said before, doesn't matter what leader it is. You're not going to bring God back into the country. What if you elect a damn atheist to office? What if you elect a Jewish person to office? And we were close. I mean, Bernie Sanders, if he if he marketed it right with his grassroots campaign, he could have ideally been the Democratic nominee, and he could have ideally been the first Jewish president. Yes, it can happen, kids, with grassroots grassroot campaigns and getting anywhere. Want an example? Uh, look at John Fetterman's campaign in Pennsylvania. And, you know, so I don't understand that either. And I don't want to understand that because the reality is it ain't going to happen. And then I keep asking myself because a lot of these evangelical Christians vote Republican. Why? 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 Because here's why I'm asking this. Have you ever seen the Republican agenda? Seriously, have you ever seen the Republican Party agenda? And I'm actually reading an article. It's from Everlasting Truths. And... They talk about the popular common complaint among theological and political liberals is that most evangelicals vote Republican. No shit, Sherlock. And it says the most recent presidential election, this article was printed. Um, let me see if I can find the date on this. And this was about 27. This is 2017 when this was. So you're talking the 2016 election. The most recent political election gave additional reason to complain with election day polls showing that 80% of white evangelicals voted for Trump. Like I said, this was 2017. And of course, yeah, his numbers kind of went down a little bit in 2020. But yeah, it, it's insane when you think about that. And the article says that says some evangelicals vote Republican because it seems to be seems to them to be the lesser of two evils. Instead of throwing away the vote by voting for a third party that has no chance to win, they would rather cast their vote against a candidate who is for the promotion of evil. Many evangelicals support other aspects of the official Democratic platform, but they can't in good conscience vote for someone who officially supports things the Bible condemns. Excuse me. Um, there's some things that the Republicans support that the Bible condemns, okay? There's another article I'm reading, which is from 2018. It's uh, pulpit and the Pulpit and Pen website. And it says, why Christians, should why Christians vote Republican and should continue to. And, you know, it, it argues 
that Jesus, it says Jesus, of course, is not a Democrat, a Republican, or a Libertarian. Jesus is a theocrat. And upon his glorious appearing, he will set up a throne in Jerusalem and rule the world with a rod of iron, which is from Book of Revelations. And of course, the thing that pisses me the fuck off about this is that they cite a King James translation of Revelations, which I hate with a passion because you could tell they're evangelical because you know i know evangelicals that will read like niv but a large majority of them are king james version only and you know like he argues about how the writer argues about how no one is saved by political political affiliation conservatism is not capable of proprietarian are many sins and exploiting them for our external record. But he goes on to say like different different other things. Like, but of course he, he does say about how most evangelical believers are not under the assumption that Donald Trump is a born-again believer. No shit. Come on, I'm a Catholic and I could have told you that he's not a born-again Christian. And, you know, here, here, this, it says, and then he, he gives these analogies like Donald Trump is no more Christian than Bill Nye is a scientist. Donald Trump is no more of a Christian than Elizabeth Warren is a Native American. Donald Trump is no more Christian than Adolf Hitler was a racial trauma counselor. Okay. Now, Bill Nye, the science guy. In a way, um, I'm sorry, sir, but he does, while, while Bill Nye does not have an advanced degree in science, i.e. a master's or a doctorate, he just has a bachelor of science from Cornell, he is more of a scientist than Donald Trump. I'm looking at his Wikipedia page biography and here he he was a mechanical engineer it the in the second paragraph of this article it says nye began his career as a mechanical engineer for boeing in seattle where he invented a hydraulic resonance suppressor tube on 747 airplanes now i'm just I have a liberal arts degree, so I may be reaching, but that sounds very scientific to me, Mr. Pulpit and Pen Writer. And I bet you this was a man who wrote it. Let me see. I don't see a name on this. Fuck. But here he argues that the immorality of Donald Trump or any politician doesn't matter. Okay, I'll give you that because, you know, us Democrats, we, because I am a Democrat, us Democrats, we don't give a shit that Bill Clinton lied about a blowjob so his wife wouldn't know. We also forgave Hillary Clinton for the email thing because we found out most of those emails were not necessarily related to her job. So, yeah. And, but, 
he makes it seem like as if evangelical Christians should vote Republican and it's mostly and it mostly stems down to the same argument that I have heard from evangelical Christians for years abortion okay the Catholics are pro-life I will give you that a lot of Catholics don't support abortion I will give you that however we don't also get too preachy about it I mean yeah yeah you hear stories about Catholics who have prayed the rosary in front of a Planned Parenthood you heard about how Knights of Columbus and Catholic Daughters of the Americas they will have people go down to Washington and participate in March for Life you hear about that stuff however it's not like that gets forced fed on us all the fucking time. They say Catholics are against the LGBTQ community. I will give you that. But in the last few years, a lot of people have taken Pope Francis's approach and said, who am I to judge? I mean, last time I heard about anything regarding same-sex marriage in a Catholic church was we had a very conservative cardinal in the Philadelphia Archdiocese and the priest just said about the letter that he had which was right around the time that defense of marriage was being looked at as whether or not it was unconstitutional and that's the last I heard about it in the evangelical church I have heard a shitload. In the evangelical church, I remember going to church one Sunday and there was a thing for a group that allegedly helps people, women, with unplanned pregnancies in a non-judgmental way. And this person from this group it was the only time a woman really spoke in church. She got up and talked about, about the organization. There was a mobile van unit that they had on display and they showed everything they do from ultrasounds to pelvic exams to counseling. They didn't actually show the pelvic exam, but you know what I mean. And I still remember being in Sunday school and the guy who was running the Sunday school class said about how the Catholics don't really talk much about abortion they don't really do this and there's a reason why they don't and I now know the reason it's because Catholics run the gamut when it comes to political leanings you have Democrat, you have Republican, you have Independents, you have all the different third parties. But we are not forced to think that way. And we are, and you know, I mean, I've been a registered Democrat since my 20s. And I 
I have never gotten any flack for it in the Catholic Church. I mean, I had a couple couple of women from Catholic Daughters of the Americas look at me like I had three heads because I would much rather vote for Obama back in 2008 and in 2012. But otherwise, nobody gave a shit that I voted for Biden in 2020. Nobody gave a shit that in the Pennsylvania elections of 2022, I'm voting for Josh Shapiro and John Fetterman. So, but yeah, the Baptists and the Evangelicals would have holy hell about it. How can you Evangelicals vote Republican? Seriously. How can you? I mean, you're going to bring up abortion. You're going to bring up the fact that they're against things like marriage equality. And you're going to bring up the fact that they are trying to bring God back to the country. Excuse you? Uh, John 13.34, does that ring a fucking bell? And for those of you that do not know about John 13.34, and you should, because, yeah, you should. What does John 13.34 say? And this is the NIV version, so... Yeah, sit and spin, you King James people. John 13, 34. A new command I give you. Love one another. As I have loved you, you must love one another. Republican Party does not believe that. Republican Party, to me, believes if you're wealthy, you should keep that money. If you're... If you're a member of the LGBTQ community, you should stay in the closet. If you're a woman who was raped, molested, a victim of incest, and you get pregnant, you need to carry that child. If you are a woman who gets pregnant and realizes that carrying the child to term and having it would result in your death. Congratulations, you're a martyr. They believe guns are better and more important than the freedom of speech. It seems like as if they want to trash the First Amendment, but keep the Second. They want to trash every amendment, it seems like, but they want to keep the Second Amendment. And the Second Amendment, to be honest with you, if you look at the wording of it, it sounds almost like it's a throwback. And the reason why I'm saying that is because the Second Amendment to the United States Constitution, and it's funny, I just looked up Second Amendment and I saw a little article about Michael Moore who he's challenging the media who will dem, who will demand we re repeal the second amendment and to be honest with you I don't necessarily think that's going to happen and I don't think necessarily that we are ever that the thing that the GOP and conservative evangelicals say about about you know the taking away of guns is going to happen because it 
it would just be a total and utter nightmare. And this is for a whole other podcast altogether. Go see a, go listen to a political podcast on this one. But it to repeal a constitutional amendment is a very tough process. Okay, so the Second Amendment, as I was saying, listen to this. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Now, that to me sounds like they were saying it because of the fact that Because of the fact that it was, at the time the Constitution was written, we had to have militias because, because we were in a fucking revolutionary war for our rights. Meanwhile, they want to infringe on the First Amendment, which says, Congress shall make no laws respecting an established of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof uh, or abridging the freedom of speech or the press or the right of the peace people to peacefully assemble and to petition the government for a redness of grievances now that first part where it says congress shall make no law of respecting an establishment of religion again this is why we will never be a christian nation Never, ever, ever, ever. Right there, First Amendment, pal. And if you're an evangelical who disagrees with me, take your complaints up with the nearest brick wall, please. Thank you. Have a nice day. Evangelicals, I think you need to seriously reevaluate. And think why am I voting like this like I said there's an election coming up in November in Pennsylvania we are voting for several different things but the big ones we are voting for is senator is United States senator because Pat Toomey who is a Republican is retiring governor because our current governor Tom Wolf is in his last term as governor of Pennsylvania lieutenant governor and those are like the three big ones we are also voting for our congress people in at least in the district I live in and you know I'm an ex-evangelical Roman Catholic I was in one one church where it was evangelical they were pro-life they were and they were very Republican I am now a Roman Catholic again and pro-life and mix of Democrat and Republican, as we know, because our current U.S. President, Joe Biden, is a Roman Catholic. 
and he's a Democrat. And to be honest with you, I will not vote Republican. I will vote straight Democrat. I know this. And I will vote straight Democrat more now because of one reason. Because, wow, the Catholics and the Evangelicals are against abortion. To me, the Republican stance on gun control, which, and I'm saying that because that is the party that is predominant in evangelical circles, that weighs more on me. The fact that they are very much against a lot of pro-life issues. I mean, they're for pro-life issues, but they're against that. They're against helping people. They want to cut welfare and everything else. That right there, that is not pro-life to me. If anything, Republicans and evangelicals are not pro-life. They are pro-birth. They want babies to be born and they don't care. I often think about a quote by George Carlin and I'm paraphrasing it where he basically said that conservatives want live babies so they can grow up and be dead soldiers. My heart is breaking because 21 people, 19 of them children under the age of 11, were killed yesterday in Uvalde, Texas, and it was because a largely very moral majority Christian evangelical right down there voted Republican and the governor said hey if you're 18 and you want to buy you want to buy that gun knock yourself out while most states are like you know wait till you're 21 kid I mean it it hurts me my head is hurting from this my heart is hurting from this So yeah, evangelicals, you need to rethink why you're going into that polling place and why you are hitting that button or in the case of like voting in Pennsylvania, filling in the circle on that ballot for that candidate who is like, you know what, I think that Christian nationalism is awesome. I think that marriage should be between a man and a woman. That, yeah, have all the guns you damn well please. But you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say fuck the First Amendment and make this a Christian nation. When, like I said, you have so many other religions out there, and of course, like I will probably argue in my next podcast, you don't even think Catholics are Christian. <laughs> So, yeah, y'all need to rethink it. This is going to hurt. The next few days are going to hurt, and they're going to hurt bad. 
Yeah. And if you are a person who is really passionate about this, like I am, to the point where you want to scream, here's what you do. No more thoughts and prayers. I mean, you could pray for the comfort of the people. Yes. You could pray for those that are wounded, who are still in the hospital, to heal. But no more thoughts and prayers. Take action. If you really are angry about this, it's an election year in many in many states. Pennsylvania, Texas, Georgia. Those are good examples. These are three battleground states. So if you are very passionate about it, look up the political candidates and look at their stances and see who you stand with. And if you can, help their campaign. I have, I have done that. I've done that so many times and I'm still gonna do it. Go and see what you can do to help support a grassroots organization that is that is supporting things like gun control, that is supporting things like Planned Parenthood. You know, donate money, see if you can volunteer time. I mean, a lot of these a lot of these organizations do have volunteer options as well. I have worked with several on letter writing campaigns, text banks. Yes, text banks. So yeah, when you get those crazy little text messages from political groups, it's it's an actual volunteer, not a bot. Yeah, you know, do that. Write your elected officials. I mean when Jesus said love one another, he was not stuttering. So I think personally that that writer was wrong. To me, Jesus Christ was a liberal. And that is why I'm proud to say that I am a liberal Catholic. So, yeah. Take a stand. Because who knows? Maybe we won't have to wake up one morning and see 22 innocent lives gone. As always, this podcast is written, produced, and researched by me. And log on to anchor.fm. You can get your podcast hosted like mine is. I'm on Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon. And until then, peace be with you. And may those that died in Uvalde, Texas, and also in that supermarket shooting in Buffalo, New York, rest in peace.